Welcome to Understandable Solutions, the podcast where we discuss business and current events, those important issues that impact our world. Our goal is that you walk away with at least one nugget of useful and thought-provoking information to make your day. Here's your host, Jeff Newkirk. Hey, welcome to the Understandable Solutions podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Newkirk. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so grateful for my listeners. And before we get started, we have a we have a great guest today, Sunil Vasi. She's going to talk about healthcare. Now, before you get all like, wow, I don't want to hear about healthcare, I assure you that Sunil is an expert in the area and knows how to talk about it in a way that we'll all understand, even me. And before we get started again, thank you so much to undersummers.com, Carrie Ray Munson, who started this company, my sponsor for the Understandable Solutions podcast. Undersummers.com. Undersummers is dedicated to helping women love their thighs with ultra comfortable non shapewear slip shorts. Shortlets have patented seam free inner thigh design, making them a long lasting thigh solution which is sure to delight for many summer seasons. Undersummers.com provides the most comprehensive selection of shortlets with sizes ranging from small to 5X, various lengths and styles, and many colors and prints. These are for women and girls who just want to have fun. Try Undersummers shortlets today and with a special of 15% discount with the code SOLUTIONS. That's S-O-L-U-T-I-O-N-S. And how can you go wrong under summers 15% off with the code solutions. So again, Sunil, thank you so much for coming back. You've been on the podcast before. We've learned a lot from you. The first time you were on, we're going to learn a lot again. Tell us a little bit about your background and how you got to where you are today with the MedPrime Health Insurance. Happy to be here. Jeff, and thanks for having me today. You bet. Absolutely. And last time we talked about Meridian Springs Primary Care. Yep. This time we're going to talk about MedPrime. So that's the that's the company. It's a employee benefits brokerage that I opened last year. Okay. Now, uh, employee benefits brokerage means what? So I should add it's employee benefits brokerage with a difference. Okay. It means we provide benefit packages to employers, uh, you know, for their employees. Okay. So uh, I like have health a- insurance and all of that. I own ABC company. I have a hundred employees and I want to give my employees the very best healthcare coverage possible. You're the guy. Yes. Okay, cool. All right. So, so how did you get to this point? I mean, what, what made you uh, decide this is, this is the next step in providing the best healthcare for, for people? See, we are, you know, we solve problems. And with Meridian Springs Primary Care, you know, one of the things we saw working with a lot of employers was there is a problem, you know, providing benefits. And benefits is not just the primary care part of it. it it's healthcare benefits as in the insurance and everything else, like yeah. medical insurance, dental vision, all that. And it's but complicated. It's complicated because it's deliberately made complicated. It's like, you know, a black hole that you don't want to see, but you know you have yeah. to pour money in it. So the, so the health insurance companies purposely make it difficult to understand. So we, we don't 
So we, so our eyes glaze over when we start talking about health insurance. Something like that. Okay. Something like that. But you're yes. going to make it simple for us. Yes, it should be simple. And that's the problem we are solving. And we are solving at a very fundamental level. Okay. Our tagline is, you know, healthy employees, healthy bottom line. And it's actually... That makes sense. It's actually an equation. So healthy employees equals healthy bottom line. Healthy employees lead to healthy bottom line. Yes, so keeping the employees healthy, they're, they have fewer sick days, they're more productive, they're more loyal, higher retention. Yes. All, all the above. Yes. Okay, cool. And, and so this is available now? It's available now, yes. Okay. And in the most simplest terms possible, and again, this is probably more for my benefit than anybody else because, you know, I'm not the sharpest guy. <laughs> So to help me understand how, how is MedPrime so much easier to understand and implement than other, other products? So to first understand that we have to go back to, like I said, we solve a problem. Mm -hmm. What is the problem? So if you look at expensive healthcare, expensive healthcare, but you know, if you look at like as a CFO, uh, you would appreciate it. If you look at, you know, any good sized business, like, you know, as the number of employees increases, mm-hmm. you can see a trend. And the trend is, if you look at the expense for these employers, usually the top expense would be employee wages. Yeah. Yeah. So like if you have a total expense of, uh, you know, $100,000, it's easy to, you know, for a service oriented company, see labor expenses get to Half of that, 50000 The second in line is usually healthcare costs. All right. And, you know. 20, 20% of that, right? Yeah, 20%. And you see, the employee wages is actually used for productive purpose. The employees are working to provide value, mm-hmm. right? Something that you can sell. Right. What kind of value is healthcare spending uh, providing you? There's a lot of waste there. So if we capture and prevent that waste, that's something that you can reinvest in the business. It can go into, you know, employee wage increases. It can do many productive, you know, value increasing things, then pour into the drain called, you know, healthcare expense. Okay. That is the problem we are solving. We are solving the problem of removing that from the second line of their expenses. So that makes perfect sense to me as somebody who is really, uh, you know, understands the, the income statement, the bottom line, always trying to c- control costs, build up the profitability. But how are you going to do that? Like I said, the healthcare expense has a lot of waste that's built in. So we're going to take that waste out. We take the waste out. Okay. And, and there are little things that we do, which is very flexible. It makes like an a la carte kind of thing for the employer. Okay. Because what we tell the employer is, Health benefits, they can be flexible and modular. We want you to optimize for healthy employees. Everything else flows from that. Okay, so you're going to kind of uh, adjust coverage based on the employee population. So if you have a lot of people that require uh, high-level health care because they're, you know, maybe, I don't know, uh, have disease already, some some kind of... uh, you know, things going on in their lives that they require more medical, 
so that their coverage is going to be more expensive? Usually what happens is, you know, because insurance is a pool, because of the pool, you know, the more people that require more attention are usually paid by others that are more healthy. Right, I mean, that's, exactly. That's, what it, that's, what it, that's how it works. The ultimate cost shift. The cost shift, right? Yeah. And in a given pool, it, it's, it works well. If you use a couple of things which we bring to the table. Okay. Number one, research after research has shown, and that's the whole point of Meridian Springs Primary Care, is the more you maximize primary care, the less you need the more expensive parts of the care, you know, which is specialist hospitalization and all of yeah, those things. Right. So, and the more you maximize it, you know, the less you'll need all of these kinds of care and the primary care, you know, they should be your guide in the healthcare system. Mm-hmm. You should not, you know, blindly choose things that, you know, choice is good. But it has to be an educated choice. Oh, amen. So, yeah. so a choice that you do is very, very, you know, is less better than a choice that you do with your PCP. Mm-hmm. And that's what your we primary bring to, care the provider. primary care provider. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what we bring to the table. And you know, there's an old saying, right? An ounce of prevention saves pounds of uh, care. Mm-hmm. And you know, in 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 terms of healthcare, it's it's tons of care. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when you capture things early on, right, through preventative, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of preventative is going to solve problems early on for a very lesser cost than those things when they are ignored. And then you try to solve it later on when you require, you know, specialist care, you need to require acute care in a hospital. Oh. It's going mm-hmm. to be a lot big dollar amount. Right. So right. what we are trying trying to do is to capture all of those at the preventative uh, care level. Early on, so you didn't early need the on. big stuff. Yes. That's one part of it. Okay. And the second part of it is insurance itself. There are, you know, usually what these business employers have is what is called as a, a fully insured plan, mm-hmm. which means that the premiums that you pay, whether you use it or not, goes away. You don't get anything back, right? You might right. use yeah. It's 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 money that is down the drain. It's down the drain. So then, but there are plans called self-funded, level-funded plans, and all of those different kinds of plans, where what they do is they keep a part of the premium aside for claims. Okay. And let's say because your primary care is going to be in our plan uh, without any claims. They are mm-hmm. a flat fee kind of uh, uh, clinics like Meridian Springs. Like cash. So you, any visit to these clinics, which is going to be the majority of healthcare, is going to be through primary care. Mm-hmm. It's going to be claim-free. So no insurance claims at all. No insurance claims at all. And these clinics are zero copays, zero deductible, unrestricted access. And because of that, premiums will be lower. Because not, not the premiums are lower. You know, we that's how we structure it uh-huh. because of what the claims are absorbed by primary care clinics, uh-huh. the membership primary care clinics. And what happens is the you know, your usage of insurance is only going to be for specialists when it's really needed. Uh, gotcha. right? When the primary okay. care doctor yep. tells you, oh, this is a level of care that we cannot do in this clinic. We need specialists to look at. Okay. Okay. So that's when your insurance comes in. And when you use insurance with your specialists, that's a claim 
okay, but not with your PCP, your primary care provider. Not with your PCP, right, but right, with your special. Right. So, but if you look at the ratio, you can say 80% of your care is going to be claim-free with uh-huh. your primary care. Uh-huh. 20% would be, you know, with specialists, it's going to be with claim. So, which means that the premiums you have paid, will the claims will be very less, you know, mm-hmm. typically very less in yeah. a given year. Yeah, okay. And in these kinds of plans, if the claims are less, you get 50% or even 100% of whatever is left back. back. Okay. What so it does. Money back in the pocket. And when was the last time you got money back from healthcare? Never. <laughs> Never, right? No. So what Never. it turns this into is you are paying for the care that you receive. So See, I knew you would explain it in a way that we could understand, Sunil. It is that simple. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you how do you compare then to like uh some of the other more um popular insurance products now, i'm not going to name them but yes you know when you're going to an employer and they're saying yeah but you know we have abc over here and, and we like it so you know how would you re- respond to that that is usually what you know when when you come to insurance if insurance is a mechanism to protect against loss mm-hmm. right and you know research shows that we are more loss averse you know than we love to make profit right right yeah. and and that's psychology i mean that's not yeah. that's human just don't want to be hurt don't yeah. hurt me <laughs> so that's exactly and whenever whatever whenever we think of healthcare it is always going to be a fear so people always go towards safe and loss averse kind mm-hmm. of options yeah. so that's the reason no why no risk they, no risk they don't want to change but going from a plan like what they are like a fully insured uh plan to yeah. a plan like this it's the same it's the same thing it's the same carrier it's not a special insurance it's the same united it's you know united health it's the same cigna aetna they are providing it uh-huh. but they're not popular because people don't sell it but the same guys do provide these kinds of insurance where you get money back uh-huh. okay so and that's why that's how we structure it and we structure it with a special recipe of bringing primary care which is not insurance based see that's the special it. ingredient right there that's the special yes i mean that to me that's the that's the icing on the cake that, yes. that makes this really work so do you see the future turning more this direction like what you're providing now it is already turned now, like uh, you're cutting edge right now to me but i mean is, are you gonna see more of it yes okay so kaiser um it's called kaiser family uh, foundation uh-huh. So these are the yep. guys that do uh, surveys, healthcare surveys every year, yep. and they published all the statistics of the trends in healthcare that's going on. Uh-huh. So last year, 2021, they published the statistics from 2021 for small business trends, small and medium business trends. Okay. One of the things they have seen is there have been 43%, I believe it's 43% increase in businesses shifting to these kinds of plans. 43%? 43% increase from- That's huge, really. It's huge. Is that just a category of business or all business? I mean, I don't remember exactly, but usually bigger businesses are self-funded. Like if you look yeah, at yeah. Hewlett Packard and all right. of those, they have the money to you know pay for right. the claims. Mm-hmm. But the small and the medium business used the fully insured plans 
Right. But they are also moving in this direction yeah. in a big way because now they are understanding the you know the advantages of and benefits of doing it this way. Yeah. And what we are doing is not only that, but we are providing the primary care recipe that goes along with it that prevents the claims and increases the probability of you getting that the 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 money back. Right. Hundred percent of whatever is remaining back. So, from an employer's perspective, this seems like really a, almost a no-brainer. I mean, the way you're explaining it, it seems like obviously it's more uh, or better care for the employee. Yes, uh, the benefits are there for the employee. The costs lower for the employer. Uh, how do the employees react to this? Do they feel like you know they are? Uh, well taken care of with this kind of coverage? Yeah, I mean, in terms of employee, it is really no change because, you know, it's so the same copay. Really transparent. It's truly transparent, yes. Okay. Now, they, do they have to go to a specific physician or can they decide wh- where they want to go or how, how does that work? So, when it comes to specialists or even primary care, you know, they can go to anybody in the network, and uh-huh. this is a wide network. Mm-hmm. But whenever they go in that network, it's a claim. Right. And that's the reason we have a primary care that is uh, claim-free. Which See, they that's get, the key. You got to go to the You got to go to the. And so that is PCP the one claim-free. One tweak they have to do. The employees have to go to the these clinics that provide you without, without any copays or deductibles, unrestricted access. Yeah. The home base, what we call that the home base. If they go to that for everything, and it need, need not be just the you know the physical clinic visit, it is yeah. includes virtual as well. Right, right. So, See, and and I don't think everybody gets that. So, yes, you might have to change your PCP, your primary care provider, but this is a unique setting. This is a unique clinic where you have basically twenty four seven access to your physician. Correct. You don't have to wait. There's no wait times to go see your physician. You can have, uh, you know, telemedicine appointments. You can be, you know, on site. And those appointments are not like 10 minutes. You're in and out. It's 30 minutes. I can tell you from experience, yeah, the doctor spends time with you understanding what your needs really are. Yes. And so the costs are lower, the care is better. And it's, I mean, that. I mean, that, that's a, a truly a no-brainer. Yeah. So, and you mentioned about, you know, going to these kinds of clinics. Mm-hmm. So, if there are times where people have gone to their PCP, their primary care provider for, you know, ages, like 10, 20 years, mm-hmm. usually they don't want to, they don't want to shift. You, you still can't Hard go to, to change, Sunil. Hard to change. Hard to change. But then the, you know, for them, you know, the option is, Go pay a copay with with these physicians, or you know this is unlimited with with the PCP that we provide. Mm-hmm. So we we do not constrain anything, but there is a better option that we provide, which is zero zero zero. We say zero copays, zero deductible, zero coinsurance. Well, you can't get better than zero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you were to give the the employer, a task list of what they need to address in order to get prepared for this type of new coverage. What what do they need to do? I mean, what are their what's what are the main tasks that they need to address? 
So it, it, it's kind of a, some kind of a shift is required to do mm. this. And I remember the, there was a book written, I, I believe in 2012 or 2011. Um, it was something like how my company solved the healthcare problem. Okay. It's a fantastic book by, I think it's CFO wrote that book. Okay. And he has provided a few things that they have, because they used to spend tons of money on healthcare and it was, you know, it, it's it's not one year, right? The next year, it's, you know, 20% increase. You know, it's 50% increase. Yeah, always an increase. So they were going, you know, down on on their, uh, the, the profits were going down. The employee health did not improve. And so they wanted to really solve this problem. And their CFO, you know, took this proactive approach of seeing what is available. And then after they solved the problem, he wrote a book, which is a fantastic guide for any employer. Okay. To, uh, you can probably, uh, I'll, I'll let you know what the book is and you can provide a link in, yes. on your podcast yeah. notes. Mm -hmm. And what he says is, you know, you require a couple of things to make this shift. Okay. Number one is increase of primary care. It is, it's, it is a no-brainer solution. The more you increase primary care, the healthier your employees are going to be, the lesser is you're going to be your cost. So... What you're saying is our employees need to go see their primary care physician on a regular basis. On a very regular basis. Okay. You know, see, the mentality that we have is sickness equals doctor's visit. Yeah, go when you're sick. Do you why, would I, why would I want to go any other time? And why do you take your car <laughs> uh, to your, you know, for uh, preventative maintenance? Do I need to do that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming people do that. Right. Yeah. So, right, uh, right. yeah, I mean, we know to change oils uh, regularly. Yeah. We know how to take, you know, maintain our cars. You know, that's exactly the same way, you, you know, yeah. your health works for you and your family. Right. And so the more you have used preventative care, the more you use your primary care, the more healthier you are, the less yeah. it would cost for the, for the employer. If the employee is doing this. The car is going to run longer and it'll lower gas mileage. Exactly. Right? And, and with the price of gas these days, that's kind of important. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we need to keep those costs down. So, and, and you know, that's number one. Mm -hmm. And number two is, you know, the more the employees are engaged in, yes. in, in, their, right. in the decisions, and that's what they have found. So, you know, the more the em employees are engaged in, you know, you should say, the more their skin in the game. Yeah. Right. If an employer provides everything for the employees, it's going to be a huge waste because no, they don't think about. I'll give you an example, and okay. you you probably already know this, but you know, look at pharmacy. Right, the same exact same medication, mm -hmm. exact same dosage, everything. It's the same. Yeah. yeah. It it will cost you four bucks, four dollars, in one place. Yep. Forty dollars in another pharmacy. And if I go to the hospital, four hundred. Four hundred dollars there, right? So <laughs> right. it's the exact same medication. Yeah. So if you make an educated choice, you are going to choose the four dollar medication, Absolutely. which is exactly the same. So that is the that is the proactive approach that you know that you need to and you need to you know this comes with how you incentivize these kinds of things, mm -hmm. right? And also it depends on the demographic demographic uh, the employee demography, you right. know where. Do they have in it, you know, something in them to do these things? Right. 
Otherwise, we can provide uh, patient advisory uh, people that can help them, help them. You know, navigate uh, all yeah. of those things. Uh, all of those. So they things, don't have to do it on their own. They don't have to do it, or because it, it is very intimidating. If you don't know, like yes. where to go, what to do, and who to talk to, it can be intimidating. Yes, and so we can provide, you know, as part of the plan that we provide in the benefits, mm-hmm. we can provide these kinds of uh, advisors. That you can call an 800 number and, and ask them what to do and okay, they'll let no, you know. But wait a minute. So is the person on the other end, I call the 800 number, and are they going to really be compassionate? I mean, because if people are going to call, they're they're going to be stressed out already, right? I mean, because no, you no, typically it, don't call unless you are anxious about something. No, this is the advisory, the health advisors. Okay. So their job is to navig- help navigate okay. uh, the system. So they'll do some hand-holding over the phone. Yeah, and okay. it, it can be a quick call of, you know, hey, I, I have this medication, what do I do? And they'll let you know. Okay. You're, and in, in our plan, you can go back to your primary care doctor's office and the doctor's office is going to guide. Well, and that, that would be much easier. To me anyway, I would much rather talk to which the is physician yeah, yes. firsthand than talk, call an 800 number. Yes. You know, I'd, I'd be afraid that I'd get the, you know, press two to hold and the next person will be with you in five minutes. Yeah. I mean, you can use the advisors <laughs> when it is big things like, you know, yeah. hospitalization. What do I do? Okay. Right. Okay. They'll, this just like your pharmacy plans, hospitalization also, you know, you can price shop those things. There's a healthcare blue book, which will tell you how, you know, what these guys are charging, what, guy, what the other guys are charging. And now with all the transparency laws, mm-hmm. these, these should be published. And, and people don't know that either. People, I mean, yeah. they, they need to be aware that there, there are different prices for medications and office visits, et cetera, out there. And they need yeah. to learn what those are. And, and, and if your employees do not fall under that demography, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you, you can get help to make the decision. Okay. Right? Because a lot of times employees don't want this complexity and so they'll choose whatever needs to be chosen. Right. But you know, we will give a helping hand, you know, as part of the plan okay. to help them make these decisions. So one is primary care doctor is your primary, you know, navigation in the healthcare system. Mm-hmm. And two is when it comes to all of these higher dollar care you can go to the advisors and they'll no, they'll okay. guide you. Okay. So you got the triple zero, 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 zero. Yes. And hand holding. Hand holding. And the employers should incentivize these employees that are proactively choosing. You should incentivize those employees that are choosing the four dollar medication instead of the forty dollar medication. Yeah. Well, right? For sure. Yeah. So that that is that book is full of ways to do that. There's a lot of uh, you know ways to do that, but once you have the employee skin in the game mm-hmm. and you structure the benefits the way that I, I said, mm-hmm. you are going to save half fifty percent on your healthcare costs. And if you have a company of a hundred or more employees, you are you're looking at that's real money, <laughs> a lot of money. Yeah, okay. Which can go back to your business. You can invest. You can increase the salaries. You know, you can do a lot of things. Whatever. Yes. I mean, if you're saving a hundred thousand dollars. And benefit costs to your employees, not because you are um, not giving them the quality coverage, you're just being more prudent and intelligent about your decisions of coverage. That money can be used, like you said, in any capacity. 
Yes. Uh, more employees, higher pay, or just reinvest in the company somehow yes. in, in equipment or just the bottom line. Yes. You know? And you mentioned about, you know, the quality of care. What we are doing is not decreasing the quality of care, but removing the waste. So yeah. it, the quality of care is actually much better because of the primary care, you know, maximization. Yeah. Right? They're engaged and with their prime. They're getting the oil change. They're getting the oil change regularly. Go to your primary care for, you know, four times at least, even when you're not sick. Of course. Four times? Four times a year. A year? Yes. So, Neil. Get oh. your blood tests. Okay. And these are like, you know, at primary care offices, these are like, you know, $5, $10, you know, that's the whole panel. Uh-huh. Keep an eye on your, you know, all those, uh, your blood tests, make sure you're healthy. I mean. And that, that is important. I, I agree with you a thousand percent. But when you said four times a year, I just, I just knew there would be people listening to that and go, what? For like every three months? No way. Yeah. But you're right. You're right. It's the only way that you can remain engaged with your physician and make sure that you are as healthy as you can be. And that attitude of people, you know, rolling their eyes to go to a doctor's <laughs> office when, you know, they yeah. have nothing wrong. Right. Is because of the fear of the doctors. Well, yeah. And because, right. you know, whenever, whenever you are going to a doctor's office, the first thing you feel is loss of control. It's like you have no idea what is going on. You have no yeah. idea where they're going to refer you. You don't have any idea what the charges are going to be. Yeah. So what's the best thing? So <laughs> Avoid it altogether, right? Yeah, and that's why when the doctor asks, well, how have you been feeling? My immediate answer is, great. I'm good. <laughs> All's well over here. I know. <laughs> and, and the funny thing, and even though it's, it's sad, the funny thing is, you know, when I've spoken to a lot of people in the last, you know, five, six years, and one of the most common answers that people give me is, uh, oh, I'm healthy. I don't use doctors much. <laughs> and then just about 10 minutes into the conversation, yeah. you know, they start telling me about, oh, you know, this is, you know, this is going on. I'm having a problem with this, <laughs> but I'm okay. Right? My, and my I, back hurts. Yeah. I think my blood pressure is high. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm good. I'm good, right? And then, then you know, 10 minutes into the conversation, it's like a list of 10 things that's wrong. Yeah. But they are which, still which healthy. Which could have been avoided. Which could have been avoided, right? right? And, yeah. and, and these might be things that they are kind of avoiding and neglecting, yeah. Yeah. which might turn out to be high-dollar issues. In the long run. Yes, yeah. exactly. So they, so they end up with a cracked engine block because they didn't change their oil oils, on a regular yeah, basis. Yes, yes. And so now the repair is like 5000 instead of a $30 oil change. Yes. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Man, this has been so educational. And I knew that you would be able to explain it in a way that we could understand. Even I can understand. <laughs> so, so as we wrap up this segment, this episode, what, what can you tell – what do you want our listeners to walk away with like a couple of, of takeaways nuggets from today's conversation that they, they really can implement right away, especially if they're employers. Yeah. Especially if they're employers, uh, you know, the three things I said, uh, I think I only mentioned two. Mm-hmm. One is make sure the plants maximize primary care usage. Okay. So your employees should be using by default primary care, preventative care, you know, Four times a year. Four times a year, which means it has to be outside the the insurance system. Mm-hmm. So you know it's you know zero zero zero. Right. There is no, no visit claims. fees, no claims. Right. And so that incentivizes the employers not to employees 
not to think twice before going to the clinic because now, you know, it's just automatic. It's automatic. I'm not charged anything. They're not going to give me a runaround, you know, refer me to imaging services and all those things. Nothing of that sort is going to happen. Right. So that is number one. Okay. Right. And the number two is come up with base, which I know I can talk more about that. When I meet with employers one-on-one is the skin in the game for employees. Give them incentive to participate. Give them incentives for making the right decisions. The $4 medication versus the 40. Same medication. Right? Which is exactly which the same. Is exactly yeah. the same. So that is very important to have that skin in the game and proactive you know, way of decision, educated mm-hmm. decision okay. that employees can make. And the third one is use insurance, which is self-funded, level-funded. Now, okay. all major carriers provide that. We That is what we do with okay. MedPrime uh, Direct. Mm-hmm. So that is where as the claims come, you know, if the, as the claims are less because you're using more and more primary care, primary care. the money that you put in, you get, you get whatever back. is left 100% back, 100% back, which means the effective rate changes, right? Let's say you're paying some premium Mm-hmm. And you're very lightly used. Your employees are very lightly used claims during mm-hmm. that year, yeah. and you get that you know that premium, whatever is left back. Yeah. So let, let's say the premium you're paying is two hundred dollars per employee. You get fifty percent of it back. Your your effective rate or your effective premium is 100. It, of it. it comes down to that. Yeah. Yes. So which which you can it's roll it money. to the next year. You can do. You can pull that money. Give it as a you know a employee a wage increase. You can do whatever you want, yeah. but you have what you have done effectively there is to remove the waste, with without compromising coverage. Exactly, you are. This is the trifecta. Mm-hmm. That means you see. If you look at the traditional insurance healthcare system, mm-hmm. it's like you know if you want lower cost, you have to lower the quality. Yeah. Right, you you don't get a physician; you get you know other healthcare providers. Yeah, that, that, that's right? why there's such a little trust. And you want <laughs> high quality, then it comes at high cost, right? Yeah. There's this trade-off between cost, quality, and access. Mm-hmm. Right. We remove all of those. You get everything. You get lower cost, high quality of care, and then easy to access because of the primary care. It's good stuff, Sunil. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for making it understandable for us to you know, get this information and to really do something with it, right? Take action. Yes. yes. Yeah. How do people learn about you and MedPrime? How do they get in touch with you? So they can email me, uh, Sunil, that's S-U-N-I-L, at medprime.co, okay. M-E-D-P-R-I-M-E dot C-O. Okay. They can reach me through the email. They can uh, go to the website medprime.co and there are a lot of uh, things that we are still developing that site because eventually I want this to be software driven and decrease the involvement of people. So the, basically the part, whoever's participating, they'll, they'll be able to take action themselves and do it. It'll be self-driven. Up to, up to a point because, right, you know, when right. you come to employer um, healthcare Usually there is a lot of face-to-face that's required. You know, no employer is going to go online and get uh, you know benefits yeah, by and, themselves. Yeah, right. right. So and we don't want them to. We don't want them to, <laughs> right? And because you want an educated uh, way of choosing it. Exactly. So, but uh, there is a lot of pain points that we are automating. 
So there's a lot of pain points where, you know, you have to upload all of this. You have to do so many manual things. Yeah. We are removing all of those things in the MedPrime software, which we are still developing because we are, whenever I interact with the employer, I learn about their pain points. And then we try to see if there's a manual process, can we, can the software take over? Can we make, you know, make it easier for the employer to do this? That in itself is a huge benefit. Yes. I mean, the fact that you're continually updating and evolving the software and making it more user-friendly. Yes. I mean, that's just another cherry on the top of the cake. So, good. And the other thing is we also have different plans that fit different budgets. Employer, you know, not every employer has a certain budget. Mm Mm-hmm. To afford. So what we provide is three different plans. Uh, the okay. basic plan uh-huh. is if you have per employee per month a budget of less than $100, okay. you don't really get any kind of health care. Maybe you know, some kind of a supplementary kind of uh, insurance that will pay you for uh, you know, accidents and all of that stuff, but not really care. Mm-hmm. So with this plan, with less than $100 budget, per employee per month, Mm -hmm. you still get a doctor with zero visit fees. Primary care. That's pretty huge. But if if you have an increase like a 200 plus kind of budget, then we can provide you plans that we add on major medical on top of the primary care. All right. So again, not compromising coverage. Not compromising coverage. Just adding Adding some additional. Additional stuff. Okay. And it it can be you know it can be indemnity kind of plans it can be health sharing kind of plans all of these that will fit that budget which will provide major medical and the primary care okay. both together Oof. and three hundred plus you get full insurance that's called as the value uh, value plus plan yeah and that's where you get full insurance with the option of getting whatever hundred percent of whatever is left of the premium back so. There, in my thinking, there would be very few employers that would opt for that very exp- more expensive plan, the three hundred dollar. No, you, there, would you say that? Would you agree or no? No, again, no? it depends okay. on the size of the employer. Okay. And um, we have seen, you know, people. The most of the people that we work use the value plus, which is like the two hundred, which is three hundred, three hundred, okay. three hundred plus okay. kind of thing, and. Um, we have had some that will choose 200 plus. Okay. But yeah, uh, but the majority of the people that we have talked to and we have sent the proposals are insurance plans. Okay. Very good. Very good. So again, thank you so much for being here, giving us complicated information in an understandable way. And that's all about Understandable Solutions podcast. So thank you so much, Sunil. Thanks for having me, Jeff. You bet. You bet. And again, I want to thank my sponsor, Under Summers, uh, great quality undergarments for women, great owners. Uh, please check them out at undersummers.com. And don't forget that special 15% discount with the code SOLUTIONS, S-O-L-U-T-I-O-N-S. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you had a great day. I hope tomorrow is even better. Peace, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Understandable Solutions. We hope we met our goal and remember that was for you to walk away with at least one nugget of useful and thought-provoking information to make your day. And tell us what that is. We want to know. Be sure to review us favorably on your favorite podcast platform.